So, Winter Soldier this morning, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite. I just watched. It's awesome. So, I'm like, fresh. Oh. I could I watch saw... that over and over and over. Yeah, I saw it last week again. Just as a refresher. So, Meg, when was when did you see the movie? Um, I saw the movie about, I think about a year ago now. Man, I think it's so been about far. a year. Yeah, I'm so late when I was, to the party. <laughs> when I was first starting to catch up on all the Marvel movies and get myself in the timeline, I definitely fell in love with Winter Soldier, though. Yeah, it was good. I liked it last night. It was decent. Um, it it was it was funny. It was like one of those Captain America movies by like f- like almost force kind of <laughs> right. Like if like if it had any other Avengers, then it would have to be like an Avengers movie. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. they, they didn't really need Captain America there. It was more the Winter Soldier was the focus on it. The mm-hmm. are we are we into the podcast now? Yeah. By the way, I don't know. Apparently. Right, cool. <laughs> Right, it was very started. sly, but you ruined it. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, we're going to cut that out. Don't worry. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Did you want to cool. do your intro? Yeah. No, go, go ahead. <laughs> um, so, um, um, what were you saying, Jacob, that you saw the movie? I saw the movie last week as a refresher, but the first time I saw it was in the theater, so I got the full uh, theater experience out of that as well. Uh, and I will say... It was better in the theater than it was on just Redbox, is where I get most of my movies. So I can imagine yeah. it's very cinematic, very epic. See, I missed out on that because I just saw it last night. <laughs> <laughs> and I bought the DVD some time ago, so but I wanted the entire set. So of course she did. <laughs> she's got her collection that she's stopped. I do. I have my Marvel collection. Um, I really liked it because I thought that. And I'm going to disagree with you here. I think Captain America did need to be there. Yeah, he did need so, to be there. Um, yeah. We, we won't mention exactly to... why, but it, it had well, a yeah. lot to do with him. Right. The The character development had to happen together. And I think there was a lot of character development, both on the Winter Soldier side and on Captain America's side, with seeing a lot of their backstory and a lot of what more depth to the character honestly mm-hmm. uh, so, the, the who the winter soldier is makes it a captain america movie really absolutely yeah and i would i would put forth that even though each of marvels is a wonderful standalone movie if you go see civil war this coming spring in may you're not going to get a lot of it unless you've seen winter soldier in my opinion because you um, won't understand the dynamics. I agree. Um, no, it'll be a good action movie, but not there won't be the personality dynamics that you need to know about. Yeah, it wasn't like one of the uh, um, Avengers movies where like a character dies and like then you wonder why he right. doesn't exist anymore. There, no major characters yeah. die, so no spoilers. Well, or an anti-spoiler, <laughs> I guess. Well, let's face it: if they had if they had them die, they wouldn't be able to make Civil War now. <laughs> This is a, a like, considering that, like, the podcast is, like, completely audio, nobody will uh-huh. be able to, like, know this, um, but Meg's uh, picture in Skype. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Enough said. 
<laughs> yes, yes, my, my picture in Skype is the Winter Soldier. It's actually a photo manipulation a friend of mine found online from a um, stock photography of that particular actor, but they doctored it to make him the Winter Soldier. Let's just put it that way. I really like the picture. <laughs> <laughs> and now it'll kill everybody. They'll be like, oh, man, what's up? <laughs> Can try and find me on Skype. Great, thanks, guys. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, um, I I definitely like the movie. Um, did it need to be like specifically a Captain America movie? Uh, not really, but it didn't. It did need uh, Captain America in it, obviously. Mm-hmm. Add a few other Avengers, and then it might have been just another Avengers movie, though. Yeah, it it could have been. It could have like had more people help out, but I think it def would have un. Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? It would have unnecessarily complicated the storyline yeah. to have all the others there. It would have. Yeah. Um, it. The one thing that I really don't like about the Marvel Universe is sometimes you have to wonder what you need to watch to watch another movie. Yeah. Um, I could see that. For but example, like like, the, can you watch I mean, just the Avengers or do you need to watch uh, all of the Iron Man, all of like the Hulk, all of... Um, Captain America, etc. You know what I mean? Well, I think that's a, a good point for Marvel, honestly, that you could, in order to get a lot more layers, but technically they can stand on their own as just enjoyable action movies. But this one was, like, pretty massive. It makes me wonder if they're going to be able to do an Avengers movie without calling back to this and, like, requiring some knowledge. Because mm. some pretty major event happens. Like, events True. happen. True. So, like, in, like, the next Avengers movie, some there might be some destruction or something that everybody was wondering, mm-hmm. uh, what happened here? Uh, did I miss some movie or something? <laughs> I think we'll have to see how much Civil War addresses, actually, when that comes out. Because the well, Avenger ones beast. after the... You should watch well, yeah. Winter Soldier yeah. before you watch Civil War. But... Ab- absolutely. But we have to see what that's going to address, mm-hmm. you know. And in the future, we've got the Avengers. I think their next set is the Infinity Wars coming mm-hmm. up. Marvel has a, a official timeline on their website, which is very handy. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it just depends on how much they address in the upcoming movies this year. Yeah. Makes you wonder. Um, I do recall them doing some, like... I, I do, like, they do some good services where like it's not totally required but if you did see them then it adds a little bit extra to the scenario right um, right for example like ant man they reference avenger yeah. films and if you didn't see it you're probably not gonna punch yourself about it but if you did see it, you're like ah there you go nice nudge to it i like that yeah you get a little more little bit more idea of why some characters show up later and some don't yeah mm. so um in the uh, Marvel franchise, uh, where do you think this sits? How good was it? I'm going to give it easily a nine and a half. <laughs> I mean, everybody's got room to improve, but out of the entire set so far, it's my favorite. Okay, what about Jacob, Mr. Doesn't Like All of the Films? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, you go first, because uh, I have something to say and I don't okay. want it to... Um, uh, it'll take a while. <laughs> okay. We agree um, to disagree. I don't know i'd probably give it like a nine and a half as well it was it was good i liked it a lot but i also watch all all of the avenger films plus in avengers individually go ahead jake <laughs> all right 
Uh, I've never heard anyone who shared this opinion with me, so uh, here it goes. I guess I'm coming out. Uh, oh. I liked the first Captain America movie more than I liked Winter Soldier. <gasps> Blasphemer. <Confession>. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I just felt like the first Captain America had more of a story arc. It focused on the one guy we cared about. Mm. And to me, it was just like a tighter narrative. Oh, it, it was. But I mean, Winter Soldier tighter. by no means bad. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I would still go see the Winter Soldier just because it's a good movie. Uh, even if there are better Marvel movies out there that I might recommend first. But you probably can guess what happens in the first movie. It's spoilers. It's not really. It's the story of Captain America. How he goes from like the wimpy guy to a big bulky well, yeah, take charge. It's an origin story. Iconic. It, it really yeah. only consists of Captain America. It's his. Right. It's only his. And I agree yeah, that, that all the following no films else. are not just like uniquely uh, their own. No, a lot of the other films aren't focused just on the one character. They're... So you could probably skip <laughs> Captain America, uh, the first one, and uh, you won't miss out on the timeline at all. But I'd still contend that that is a better movie than Winter Soldier. Granted, Winter Soldier is still a movie that is worth watching, even if it wasn't in the Marvel Universe, mm -hmm. even if it's not your cup of tea. It's important to know about and it is still a good movie so i'd give it seven i might not go see it in theater again but you know not that i can anymore but uh <laughs> i am glad i did see it in the theater the first time and then when i went to refresh myself on Redbox uh just about a week ago i remembered oh yeah you know this isn't it's not bad i could do a lot worse even in the marvel universe i will give you that um it was it was a better Captain America movie. <laughs> All the rest of the films I really call, like, they're, like, very light Avenger films, it's, basically. It's sort of Marvel <laughs> Avenger movie films number. without the Avenger it's... title. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, well, theoretically, the first one was Captain America colon the first Avenger. Exactly. Uh, but, yeah, it so. was mainly it, his it, backstory. It was mainly his story. There was really nobody else. Right. Yeah. But I think the the fact that the others aren't is showing the progression not only of how the the Avengers got together, but then of course they're going into the various comic storyline arcs that they're doing, and you, know, you can only do so many. You got to pick which ones you're gonna do. <laughs> yeah, like he has his own, um, he has his own villain to fight right in in uh, the first Avenger, right? As opposed yes. to every other one, it's sort of like. It's not really his enemy per se, but yeah. he's Oh involved. no, it's Loki. We're all gonna fight him. Right, all of us need to fight him. on Thor's villain. <laughs> one for all and all for one kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I, I like the movie. It was good. Um, yeah, I didn't get a chance to see it in the theaters, but I bought the DVD. Um, I would have loved to see it in the theaters knowing what I know now, of course, because of the sweeping cinematography and some of the epic shots I, I can only imagine how wonderful those were on big screen comparatively mm -hmm. I mean I have a big TV but it's just not the same <laughs> no not the same um yeah uh I don't know the I guess we should just start getting into spoilers it was a good movie but I think we've covered the the, the movies are very very rough not it's, to get yeah, but into detail unless you guys have some other detail you want to add 
No, I mean, a lot of uh, the good points of movies are kind of spoilery. And <laughs> especially uh, something like Winter Soldier, you could say, oh, the camera's good, and it was good in this scene yeah. <laughs> that I can't talk about until we talk about spoiler. Yeah. I can't tell you what he did, but I really liked it. <laughs> I can't tell you what happened, but it was really good, and I liked it. It was awesome. <laughs> I agree. We need to move into spoilers. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, Boom, so spoilers. I want that car. What do you think? <laughs> Hmm. Maybe. Eh. <laughs> Too expensive. <laughs> I thought it was pretty. I thought it was a, a cool concept, but uh, and they were like, it's like full featured, yet somehow it's defeated <laughs> so simply within like a ten minute scene. <laughs> um, now, are you referring to the uh, car I'm, that I'm didn't to, quite work uh, for Howard? I'm referring to Sam Jackson's car. Oh, yes, the souped-up Hummer, basically. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, that thing had some nice little tricks on it, didn't it? Although, I will tell you, I kind of did, like, a Jacob on this movie. I didn't huh. see any trailers for it. Uh, nice. Surprisingly I enough, approve. even though I have just saw it yesterday, I hadn't seen any trailers for it. Uh, I didn't know that the Winter Soldier was anybody. Um, In particular? <laughs> yeah. It, and, yeah, I was... When we got down to that chase scene, I was like, oh, wait, those aren't the cops? What the heck's going on? <laughs> I was totally thrown off. And then when oh, I saw, like, no. they had, like, this weird gear that, like, cops would never have, I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. a thing. <laughs> I did have to laugh, though, because when he cut the hole in the car to escape, is it just me or did that thing look like a little miniature light set? It did. <laughs> it, it was. I, I thought so. I thought that was just and somebody it has had the to have done that on purpose. Ability to like disintegrate rubble. Yeah, handy but, that. Yeah, but I mean, Disney owns both uh, Marvel and Star Wars, so they were Good probably point. like, "Hey, JJ, can we borrow this effect from uh, the new Star Wars movie?" He was they're like, like they're "Yeah, they're sure." Like, they're like, "We'll just sh we'll yeah, just shrink the blade to like half an inch." Right. <laughs> it's like the pocket version. <laughs> yeah, well, like the modeling. You is have like leather men. They have much. leather sabers. <laughs> yeah. Prediction for the new Star Wars movie: Are there going to be dwarves? From Lord of the Rings with lightsabers. There's going to be hobbits. <laughs> Crossover, Lord of the Rings. Oh my it can god, happen. the mental images. <laughs> that, that's oh so god. basically more Yodas, pretty much? <laughs> yes, except only puppet Yoda instead of CGI Yoda, so it'll be good again. Well, they're done by Hanson, so, you know, well, it's that, not that bad. Well, that's what they'll do, is now they're going to be like, now we're going to show the backstory of where Yoda came from. Ooh. <laughs> And we'll show a bunch of little dwarf people. <laughs> Funny, I thought that was the dark crystal. <laughs> oh, anyhow, back yeah, to the, Winter the, Soldier. The car was interesting. It had like a knockoff yes. Jarvis kind of thing going on, right? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although what I found interesting is, um, it keeps suggesting like countermeasures, blah blah blah, when they're about to break in through his window. Which How makes me wonder what those are. And it makes you wonder, what, why did his timing have to be so precise that he waited until it was 1%, then he shot through the window? Because, like, question. certainly it doesn't start shooting automatically. Just the fact that it pops up isn't going to hinder you or anything. And it's not like they can see you through that window. The window was, like, totally, like, not, like, it, it was, you could not see through the window. It was not opaque. Well, it was opaque. Do you know I mean? So he's yeah. like, he's like, not yet. It's like, wait, what are you talking about? You can't just have it prepared for when it gets to one percent. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> you should, you know, be prepared, think ahead. 
I personally would have been probably attacking them a lot sooner. <laughs> I would have had it up already. I wouldn't be like, it needs to come up like right before I'm ready to shoot. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then he, he like he, he's relying on some sort of propulsion system or whatever. Yeah, that was very odd. And then yeah. it says that it's ready. And then he's like, okay, we're going full throttle, whatever, blah, 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 right? Yeah. And then as he starts driving off, it says, no, it's too damaged to go. It's like, you just said it was ready, though. And it didn't, it didn't, I didn't see, like, any more visible damage after that moment. I know, it was like, what did you do, <laughs> so, cut the brake so lines or something? It, so now it's broken, now that he's backed up and, like, driven over the cars or something. Yeah, gee, Even thanks. it was but... just ready, like, a few seconds ago. Seems Although a little fragile like to said, me. He says, what's not broken? He says, the air conditioning <laughs> is fully functional. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. I liked that. Yeah, I thought that was hilarious. Uh, it was, like, sort of like a knockoff Jarvis, though. It was like... Oh, and I like... It, it suggests that he should use the antiseptic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because of his broken wrist. I'm like, oh, good lord. And then he uses his wrist to fire some machine gun. It's all cool. Yeah, it didn't hurt. You know. It's all the drugs. <laughs> Really good drugs. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, oh yeah, and then uh, they had, they had so many things like in the movie that were a, a little bit that didn't make any sense to me. I thought the movie overall was really fun and it was really cool. The vehicle mm-hmm. was really cool. The Winter Soldier himself was impressive mm-hmm. enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. He was an interesting adversary. Um, going back to the beginning though, and. I must watch too much CinemaSins because, it, like, immediately... <laughs> oh, that's, that's that impossible. was the first thing I thought while watching the movie, is he's fighting the, like, quote-unquote pirate captain, right? <laughs> um, in hand-to-hand combat, and yet he seems almost equally mashed until the very end. And I'm thinking to myself... Yeah. So he's taking out multiple of these little lesser guys at a time, and he gets to this one other guy who doesn't matter how skilled he is in, like, martial arts or something. He's, like, almost evenly matched <laughs> somehow, right? Yeah. And yet he's, he's fought bigger people before. He's fought Iron Man in uh, one of the Avengers movies and all that stuff. So it's like, what? And Are he was doing a thing about? with hordes of aliens at a time, right? Yeah. yeah. So how is one guy such a problem? Yeah. Oh, surprise. He's skilled in he martial arts. Same... Whoa. <laughs> and he, he, the the captain didn't seem any more, uh, any like any less equally matched than the Winter Soldier himself. At the end, they had just about the ma- same amount of struggle fighting each other. Maybe a little bit more with the Winter Soldier, but not by much. And the Winter Soldier is like some totally augmented person. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I think that there's a lot of issues going on in the end part when they're fighting, but back in the beginning, they had to bust through the, the door to notice uh black widow doing something mm-hmm. on the computers, stealing stuff. Uh, she plans to get caught. Obviously. She acted. Uh, <laughs> I think more that she trusts Steve to take care of it for her. Pretty much. As she said, I have a different mission. So her mission was to get in and get the data, not just help him. So she's like, well, he's going to go off and fight people because that's just what he does. Yeah, that's what he's good at. Well, yeah. Although, and then he's, the, the captain guy says in like another language, asking about S.H.I.E.L.D. or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's French. Was it French? 
It was French. The guy's name is uh, Batroc, and when they start fighting, he's all like, oh, you know, I'm going to fight you, blah, blah, blah. And Captain America's just, on va voir, which basically means, we'll see. (laughs) But yeah, he's he's like, and at that moment was a moment where if you were really paying attention, you could kind of tell that maybe this was like an inside kind of thing. Like an inside mm-hmm. jobs, like the pirates might have been hired. I kind of got that impression that Steve wasn't there just to put them down. That there was something else that um, probably it, Fury it, wanted done. It didn't help that the S.H.I.E.L.D. agents that were on board were like, we told you that they don't negotiate with pirates. But why would you say that if, first off, it's inside, which means they don't ever expect to get the money. Mm-hmm. The pirates were hired hired just so that way they would have an excuse to be on the ship to steal the, the files. So they're not expecting the money. So why would you say that, that they're not, they don't accept, they don't like negotiate? It's like, what? Yeah, but, that, that but, didn't quite make sense. But okay. <laughs> and funny enough, they invited one of like, apparently like one of the antagonists that's like total like Hydra, right? Mm-hmm on the mission to get the data it's like he's on the team but he clearly didn't find out obviously it was only the mission was only given to one person which um i guess in his uh like last breaths before he passes out quote unquote dies right is don't mm-hmm. trust anyone but he he didn't have enough breath to say don't trust anyone except black widow because she's the one that stole the data from me and i knew Uh, he didn't have time to say that that wouldn't have been as dramatic (laughs) (laughs) maybe in a Deadpool spinoff that would happen (laughs) I would love to see the scene where it's uh, like Nick Fury slowly losing consciousness Uh, don't trust anybody wait no I'm fine what's going on Black Widow it was her gets up dusts himself off takes a walk tells Captain America what's going on (laughs) I like how they have that cliche of where She's chewing bubble gum, right? So, and he had uh-huh. he had the chip behind the bubble gum, and it's like, oh, yep, she must have it because she's chewing the bubble gum from the vending machine. Yeah, a little <laughs> telegraphing there. Yeah. And then Stanley says he's gonna get fired. That was his cameo. Oh, I love when he cameos. It's so funny. He's like, oh, I'm so getting fired. <laughs> Sometimes you just wait to see where's Stan gonna pop up. Do you guys remember how long the film was? Not off the top of my head. I want to say it was was, about two and a half hours. I was going to say it was about two and a half, because I think I... Yeah, it had to have been at least over two, for sure. It was a long movie, Um, relatively. And maybe that's their excuse for why they cut out the scene where they steal the Falcon gear, right? Maybe. Like, they do this huge, like, I need this thing, right? He's like, I'm going to help out, and I need this thing. And he's like, oh, well... It's behind so like they talk about how much security it's behind blah 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 blah. They don't even do like a fast motion thing. All of a sudden he's just got it. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, well, let's see. According to our friend IMDb, it was two hours and sixteen minutes. Sounds about right. Oh wow. I knew it was definitely over two. Yeah. A little long these days for a movie, yeah, but it, uh, about it needed last it. Night, and I didn't finish until a little bit after ten, so that makes sense. <laughs> But it needed it, I think, for everything that happened. Mm-hmm. But they're like, yep. "Oh man, we can't make it. We can't make it any longer. We got to cut out this scene where we steal the thing through twelve inches <laughs> of steel and twenty armed guards." 
Which, I mean, I guess they might have also done it, so you wouldn't know that the Falcon was going to catch the guy that they kick off the roof. Makes right? sense. Uh, yeah. Right. They kick him Dramatic off and they're like, oh man, maybe we'll talk to the other person next. Or whatever. And then all of a sudden Falcon comes off the roof, caught the guy. But, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's see. There were some uh, other things about the movie that kind of... Like, how about when they cut... The, uh, another one with the laser torch where they cut through the bottom of the truck. Right. And somehow yeah. they're in another van. So did they cut through the bottom of the truck, through the ground, which I wouldn't think that they would do. Because you can't just cut... You wouldn't think. Because you'd be moving. So even if you cut through the right. ground, you're now no longer near where you just cut. <laughs> so they must have cut through the bottom... Went onto the ground and then somehow got into another van. It's magic. It... Well, obviously they cut, <laughs> they cut through the bottom of one van. Was the van moving at the time? I can't yeah. recall. They're yeah. On the yeah, they cut through the bottom of one van. They're now on the street. Another van drove over them. They grabbed onto that van, cut a hole in that one, and uh, now they're in the other van. I don't know. I wish to God I had reflexes that good. Tactics. <laughs> well, I mean, he's Captain America. I know, but he can go... do whatever he wants. <laughs> Yeah, magic author wand. Yeah, just yeah. pretend it happened. Yeah, and so Agent Hill doesn't also got buffed. Like Agent Hill doesn't like stun the other guard and like everybody escapes until Falcon mentions something to the guards. So had he never said anything, would they have not done anything? Yeah, you know good question. Mean? He's like, I would we need like to put to pressure see... on that, and then it's like, okay, now we're gonna stun this guy next to me. I would like to see a little bit more, I think, of Agent Hill fighting off somebody. Because, let's face it, you don't get to be second to Nick Fury without having some skill. Mm -hmm. And I'm not talking just on the computer. I mean, she has to be able to kick some butt somewhere. Must. But have we I think that would Nick... be cool. Just a little bit. Have we even seen Nick Fury kicking some butt uh, before Winter Soldier? Did we ever see that? don't think so. I think he pretty much just shows up and he's like, here, read this, join my group. I think he's like, yo, I have an eye patch. You're in the Avengers now. You're not going to say no to Samuel L. Jackson. And they're like, of course, Samuel L. Jackson. I'll be in the Marvel Shield program. He's like, yeah, sweet. I have another movie to be in. I'll be back. And that's been Sam Jackson in all of the Avengers movies. Yeah. Yeah, and how about when they need, like, that two... The two, like, uh high-ranking people to approve the order or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. When they're trying to, like, release all the information. Um, and the guy don't close his important. eyeballs? <laughs> He's like, okay, I'll just hold my eyes open. <laughs> you got you know, me. You'd think for, some, for something that important, it would take a little bit more security. And also, I mean, what if one person dies? his other eyeball? Apparently uh, not. Nick Fury's? <laughs> Like, what did Nick Fury have it named in the system where they didn't notice it when they were deleting all of his other stuff? It was yeah. a fake Nuri. <laughs> genius. <laughs> it must have been. Like I, like, I don't understand. It's like, oh, so we have your other eyeball in here, but it's not with your normal functioning non-eye patch eyeball. And also, <laughs> they didn't think to delete it. But it was Sam Jackson, so they were afraid to say anything to him. It's like, ah, he's probably going to fire me if I bring this up to him. Uh, better not say anything. <laughs> <laughs> and then the one thing that wasn't ever mentioned in 
the cinema sins or anything, but I thought about it while I was watching the film was uh, those badges that the, uh, oh, I don't know, the, whatever, the counselor or something had? Mm-hmm, right, the security counselor. That burns a two-inch hole into their sternum? Yeah. Uh, it wasn't on their sternum first off. I'll say that right off the bat. Yeah. It was upper left of the chest. The sternum's dead middle. Right. It's like they were trying to be a little bit more over the heart, but if having worked in healthcare for a long yeah, but time... Then but then don't say, if, it's do not you want a two-inch hole in your sternum? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, you didn't take biology, did you, dude? <laughs> Clearly not. I mean, if it's over the heart, yes, you're probably going to kill them, but... It could, if it's going to shift with their clothing and stuff, too, it could theoretically shift up to their shoulder, you know, in which case you'd live through it. Um, it would, That one was just like, really? Do you think that's going to take somebody out? Okay, whatever. <laughs> I have a little difficulty with that because I've worked in healthcare for a very long time. So when they get into technicalities, I'm like, no, that wouldn't work. <laughs> also, I'm trying to think of what kind of thing you have that burns a two-inch hole through somebody's sternum. Uh, they had the laser sword. Like, even if it was, it like, directly over... Yeah, but it was a little button kind of thing, almost yeah. like the Widow Bites, that it, that made no sense. It almost sense. like it's some like sort of, like, incendiary explosion laser? kind of thing. Like Maybe a focused explosion? It just explosion? turns into some sort of, like, incendiary device that... It's like, uh, it's like a... Oh, it could be What's like white iron? phosphorus. What's that iron oxide stuff? I'm trying to remember what it's called. Uh, thermite. Thermite. <laughs> Maybe yeah, it's thermite. That's, and that's possible. Yeah. <laughs> it was very bright. For then the again, it, it, it probably burned like a hole through the floor. But... It probably burned through the person, down their shoes, out their feet, and through the floor. Yeah, and also it depends on the amount. A couple more for. And also, their <laughs> clothes didn't catch on fire. It was just that one spot on their. There shoes. is that. Yeah. I don't know what it was. It's uh. Magic author wand again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Magically target, we got to remember it's based sternum. on a comic book. <laughs> yeah, it targets your sternum from that location yeah. too. Andy. Yeah, especially since your heart's not directly under your sternum, but pretty close to it. I mean, what if it hit like the bottom part of your sternum and then maybe I don't know, blew a hole in your diaphragm instead? <laughs> that's gonna. Be but then they would die of asphyxiation. That would also work. Yeah, that's a good point. A lot slower and a lot more painful though. Ah, but I mean. They don't care. It's a villain killing a bunch of, of guys. They don't care. Of course. And I, like how, and I like how he shoots his maid just to like show that like oh, he's that like not a good up. guy. Yes. It's like, yeah. what are you talking about? <laughs> that was that was I really wish up. you weren't here. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> that I had to say that was honestly a little predictable. It was. It was. I was like, oh, if the minute she turned back, I'm like, you're dead. Sorry, you're dead. You don't even have a name. I'm sorry, you're dead. <laughs> and then Bucky's brainwashed, but for some reason, apparently, if he's if he's unfrozen for too long, he starts remembering stuff. Like what? Well, that goes back to the fact that he has a bastardized version of the serum that created Steve. Because remember, he was actually um, experimented on by Zola back in the first movie when Steve rescued him. The which, whole point is which he was he given have a... been because Zola yeah. was already captured. So let's. Let's pretend that. No, didn't not the too. first time. No, not, not the, the first, first time? time. No, when Steve like arrives in Europe and finds out mm-hmm. that the 107th is missing, we're back in the first movie here, and mm-hmm. goes to save them, and he finds Bucky like on that gurney table in the medical room, and Bucky's all kind of totally out. I thought you were taller, you know, or you know, whatever, or I thought you were smaller, um, and he's totally out of it. And then they all 
all he saves everybody and they all walk back to camp that the first time he saves this big group of people bucky has been experimented on by zola it's later in the movie when zola is supposedly on the train when bucky falls into the ravine and the whole point is that he actually didn't die from that fall he just lost his arm because the serum was keeping him alive so well and unfortunately they found him and created this winter soldier out of bucky but didn't they capture zola in that second part <laughs> no that was um that was referenced well theoretically it was referenced in agent carter actually and i believe in the first season well, see that's another but one of those just, things Zola's, that's kind of like yeah totally yeah like what are you doing <laughs> yeah well like, do i have to watch and, and every so season of agents of shield to be able to catch every single thing oh gosh there's just so many layers to everything but no, we find out that Zola actually didn't die until what was it like the seventies or eighties or something like that of cancer, because he yeah, put himself they, into they a computer his brain or whatever. Yeah, and they, yet they, they, they kill him like after like he's only on he's only in the movie for like what five, ten, maybe fifteen minutes oh, at the most. Then they, just, at the most. then they just annihilate him with a missile. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah, yeah. But the whole point is that Bucky got this kind of not quite as good version of the serum, but it's good enough that he has that sort of healing factor. So the longer he's defrosted, the more his the synapses in his brain are going to reform and heal. Okay. Therefore, he starts getting memories back and starts recognizing Steve, you know, the man on the bridge. I knew him, you know. That's why they can't normally keep him unfrozen too long because he'll start to become a person again, honestly. Fair enough. That that does seem fair. Uh, I've thought about this. <laughs> see, I, I didn't know that he that that's what happened. So mm-hmm. it's good that I know that now. <laughs> right. Um, but what will still bother me though then is he voluntarily gets his mind wiped again. But consider he's been trained yes, to but he's like, obey his why handlers. Why would you tell me why I know years. this guy? Because I know him. Oh, you want to wipe my brain again? Okay, we're cool. Yeah, but he's been trained to eventually comply, remember, it's Hydra, with with his handlers, or basically he gets tortured. I mean, we're talking about somebody who was a tortured, brainwashed prisoner of war for 70 years. That's going to fuck with your mind, pardon my French. (laughs) Honestly. You know, if he doesn't do what's told, yeah. If he doesn't do what he's told, he knows what's going to happen, and it's safer... It's it's like Stockholm syndrome, but not quite. You know, you learn that it's safer to just comply. Sad but true. I mean, that's why to me that which, character which he must be, he must be really trained to comply then. Yes, because well, like been you're told- like way you could probably take out everybody in the room <laughs> if you wanted to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's why they have so many guards and everything just standing there pointing guns at him because you know he's tried to fight back before and it doesn't work and. It, it hurts. It literally hurts him. So I, I found the character development for Bucky not only fascinating, but in a way kind of heartbreaking because they basically have changed this guy. They've trained him to where he is, quote unquote, the asset. He's a weapon. He's not considered a human being anymore Although by his I captors. I guess in the next film he's going to know exactly who he is. 
right he's a he, you know and we're just talking about the trailer here so uh, yeah right he's one of the main uh, he's one of the main figures in figures civil in war the next movie yeah the actor who plays him sebastian stan has said um somebody said you know how much are we going to learn about bucky and and what kind of feelings are you know is this movie going to make us cry and the actor said bring a box of tissues <laughs> <laughs> oh god <laughs> and these are not, these are not spoilers because this is something he said in an interview very recently that the backpack you see him wearing in the civil war trailers is actually full of notebooks because he's escaped hydra and he's starting to remember things so he's writing down things that he remembers gotcha. that's awesome yeah apparently sebastian stan is basing that whole mental development on a relative of his who actually did have alzheimer's and it's like oh god this is gonna break my heart isn't it <laughs> we should go back into like uh flaws and mention the uh fact that he apparently only has one of those like discs that blow up cars right mm. <laughs> that like magnetize um... to the bottom of the truck and blow up I mean, you don't need really more than one. When they were driving that car. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, that actually uses a, an isotope of the stuff that burned a hole in somebody's chest, and it's so rare they can only make one explodey disc. <laughs> they must. <laughs> Although they, he did have that little rolly ball thing that explodes. That he was handy that. too. Instead of using Notice it to blow up Notice if it's a cell round, phone, it's gonna blow up. <laughs> which he didn't think was a cell phone, but well, he he thought it was a cell phone. He didn't know it was a cell phone. It's probably because it was a high-quality Stark phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if it's round, it's going to blow up. I would now, actually... Now, this is before argue... the Avengers film, right? No. 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 I think Avengers came out two years before after. Civil War. Yeah, this supposedly takes place about two years after the Avengers movie. The first one, though. Yes. Yeah, the New York, fighting Loki, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that one. Not the... Not the uh... Um, not Age of Ultron. Yeah. No, no. I think Age of Ultron came out after Winter Soldier. That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah. Yeah, because Age of Ultron, Steve barely mentions, I can't recall if it was to Sam or to somebody else, but barely mentions that his search for Bucky was on hold. And that was it. Because of what they were doing with Ultron and all that. So. Gotcha, gotcha. Again, Marvel's timeline is very useful when it happens to <laughs> things like this. <laughs> Yeah, it it really makes you uh, wonder, though. Yeah. Because um, in the Avengers uh, whatever, the one with Loki, um, right. uh, Tony Stark has a trust issue with um, Nick Fury and S.H.I.E.L.D. altogether. Mm -hmm. Right? Right. And yet in uh, Winter Soldier, he, I don't know if he donated, they might have paid for it, but he supplied them with new propulsion because previously he mm -hmm. got um, basically almost chopped up by their old turbines. Right. What Nick calls a close-up and personal look at their old yeah. <laughs> turbine yeah. technology. So yeah, like, it was yeah, a little we'll, too we'll close for comfort. These, uh, these jets, these uh, propulsion, whatever. Repulsors. They're basically magic. a They're giant basic... version of the stuff in his suit. Yeah. It's magic carpets. So <laughs> That's I'm, what makes I'm sure work. there was some ego playing in there too, you know. He's I mean like, it's Tony okay, Stark. Cool. I could do better than yeah. that. He's like, We're all cool now. I didn't trust you before. Even when 
uh, we all got attacked on your previous helicarrier. Now I totally <laughs> trust you, and here's some technology to keep these things afloat. <laughs> I'm sure they have some kind of agreements, as long as it's not, you know, he's out of the weapons business. But yeah. the repulsor technology, Which he would see that. clearly not out of the weapons business if they're building three ships that can take out like a million targets at once. Ah, but Tony didn't know about the weapons on the ships. If you look at that if I was one Tony, I would have been a lot more skeptical. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got some issues with that. I mean, because if you look at the one scene where they're starting to target all the people and you get all the names and you're going, oh, my God, there's so many of them. Stark is one of the targets. You might Wait, have to pause. So is the, the president of the United States. So yeah. is the Hulk, which Whole I don't know how the Hulk would be killed. Considering he takes like tank mortars right to the chest. <laughs> I know. But, but you need a lot of bullets. Yeah, but a lot of them are actually targets. Yeah, I think all the Avengers are targets. Or at least almost all of them. My biggest problem with that is, this is Tony Stark. He doesn't trust S.H.I.E.L.D. to start with, so I think he probably should have left a little piece of Jarvis in their systems to report back to him. I would agree. And, you know, installed a backdoor in the software, honestly. Especially since they were like, oh, yep, yeah, we need repulsors. Oh, okay, yep, yeah, you can have them. And then yeah, it's like, sure, I can, I can install those. We oh, promise there won't do. be any <laughs> guns on it. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, if you remember in Avengers, he was walking by some table in, in one of the labs, I think, on the helicarrier, and he actually put a stuck a little button surreptitiously under the edge mm-hmm. so that Jarvis got into the system. You can't tell me Jarvis wasn't still in the system. He had to have been. Exactly. Maybe the writers forgot about it when they wrote uh, Winter Soldier. Well, they do web. They do weave a very, very, very complex web. So it's possible that very complex. <laughs> very complex. And you also have to realize that the whole point of that is that Hydra has infected Shield, Shield ever since the beginning. You know. So what? Who's to say somebody who's Hydra didn't find that piece of Jarvis in the systems? I mean, total speculation, but it could happen. Now, I I could do a little uh, a little reenactment of a scene from the movie <laughs> where the guy where the the guys go to do like a handshake and he's like, "Hail Hydra!" <laughs> <laughs> and the guys see her. <laughs> you're like, "Eek! Oh no!" And you're like, it's it's like he should have just been like wiped off the side of his face and been like, "Dude, you're just like." You just breathe like a bunch of spit on me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that actually addresses one of your earlier concerns of, you know, if Bucky had the uh, attachment under the car to blow it up, why didn't he use that on the car with, you know, Steve and Natasha and stuff in them? I don't think he was at first there to attack them. Because if you remember, he basically ripped the roof off reached in and grabbed the steering wheel and threw Sitwell into the agent Sitwell, the bald guy into oncoming traffic. Who honks his horn the second the guy hits the truck, but yeah, (laughs) Sitwell was Hydra, but, (laughs) but Sitwell was Hydra. Mm -hmm. I think Bucky was cleaning up some loose ends first. Yeah. I think he was trying to keep them from first off using him and his biometrics to get into the Mm -hmm. um, thing. Yep. Uh, but also the silence of telling him anything else. Exactly. You know, bye-bye Sitwell. <laughs> Not really much of a loss, but I think that was what he was there for first. That's why he didn't destroy the car. He wanted to kill Sitwell first and then do his other stuff. Which hindsight 2020, had he just destroyed, like, the entire vehicle, he could do 
the guy yeah, and take, everybody else all at once. Take care of it all at once. But, you know, hey, that's not dramatic enough. Exactly. Let's face it, when he flips off the car and he's, like, dragging his hand on the pavement, that's pretty cool looking. That's what they wanted him to do. That's why they didn't do it again. They yeah. wanted to see all of his, like, special moves. And they also wanted Captain America to go flying after, like, oh, a yeah. grenade launcher shoots it and hits his shield and he just goes, like, <laughs> yeah. blasting Oh, off. yeah. Of course. And... And he must have very, very, very thick skin to get thrown through a bus. <laughs> and he's practically unharmed, but a couple scratches. <laughs> Yeah, well, <laughs> again, a little license there. Exactly. Man, let me tell you, that serum does wonders. I know. It, it might he have... feels pain. He just works through it re- yeah, and heals it, quickly. It, 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 the serums must be also related to Wolverine serum. Yes, actually. Yes. Wolverine's is another bastardized version of this. Steve's is the original this one actually worked serum. The one in that Zola created was a bastardized version. The one that Stryker uses in the uh, Weapon X program on Wolverine is a bastardized version, excuse me. Basically, nobody else can get it right, so it affects people in different ways. Now, the question is, um, where, like, Wolverine himself, how does he get, like, his, Mm -hmm. like, before anything happens to him, what really is, like, his mutant ability? Just the fact the bones Uh, come out of his Wolverine... He's able to uh, move his bones around. So previously, before his claws were adamantium, they would just be bones. Like he would, right. which that adamantium kind of made, made his, hand, his, made his like bones that come out really, really sharp, and not nearly as big as the as bones. But <laughs> we're okay with that. <laughs> yeah, whatever. But even yeah. before they experimented on him, Wolverine could still regenerate. Yeah, the healing ability was one of his... He's what's called an alpha-class mutant because he has more than one really major ability, and the healing ability is his first one. And then the second one is the physical part, the claws. What came first, the chicken or the egg? Yeah. (laughs) Like, did he get the healing ability from the serum, or did the serum give other people the healing ability, and he had that first, you know what I mean? Yeah, I I don't know. I think it enhanced what he had, definitely. Maybe, like, to, like, a different, like, degree. Like maybe yeah. maybe now he can like survive like a nuke blasting off like a hundred meters away or something. <laughs> yeah, well we know he can survive a you know bullet to the head, so it just messes with his memory. <laughs> also, the the bullet to the head I don't think really damaged tissue other than like impact damage because I don't even think it pierced right. his head because of the adamantium. It pierced his forehead because that pic- that um, part of it was like the bullet coming back out because right. like his body was forcing it back right. out but yeah. obviously it didn't do anything to his skull yeah, other than just really a little cool. reverb um, yeah if you could, i mean it probably you, still hurt <laughs> if you could just like push like <laughs> foreign objects out of your body like that that'd be cool <laughs> still hurts that's the sucky part <laughs> well unless you're, unless you're dish detergent then all your nerve endings are fried <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh i love that reference <laughs> francis <laughs> Oh, God. So, yeah, everybody else whose version of the serum, of whose version of the serum was poor, isn't quite as good as Steve. <laughs> but there's there's still some I like that you got the like, reference. Really? Otherwise, it would have been pretty lame. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I didn't understand, so uh, I'll go along. Well, Dude, you... we did Deadpool. You did Deadpool. Oh, right, we did. Good so you, point. You won't know, Sorry, you won't know about Ajax then. Nope, nope. You don't, we know nothing. You know nothing. Uh, it's, I, just remember, I it's just detergent. Yeah, we just said dish detergent. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yep, right. that's all you need to know. This detergent yeah, can't cool, feel cool. pain. That's all you need to know. <laughs> yep. This detergent just can't right. feel pain. 
right, cool. <laughs> Glad to know that. <laughs> okay, back to the Winter Soldier. Yeah. More you know. <laughs> See, the Marvel Universe is so interconnected, it's so easy to get to the other topics um the relationship between bucky and steve as we know this goes back to childhood in which is part of why it's so strong between them and when steve's mom died who was his had a single mother um because his dad died in world war one then he and bucky move in together they're best buds i mean nothing tears these guys apart except time honestly Mm -hmm. i don't think Steve or Bucky was ever be able to kill Steve. I mean, from this movie alone, even though Hydra's mission for him is kill Captain America, note they don't say kill Steve Rogers because I'm thinking they knew he wouldn't be able to do that. But if he can just kill Icon. Once he said Bucky, the first time they met like face to face, he Mm -hmm. was like, you could tell it triggered something. Yeah, he was mm-hmm. like, I'm not Bucky. But then he also didn't, like, immediately, like... Like, he paused for, like, a second, rather than, like... Temporarily yeah. stopped like, trying spree. to attack him. Like, it was kind of familiar, mm-hmm. but not. And then when he goes back and they have to wipe him, he actually... It's so strong that he actually questions his handlers, the man on the bridge. I knew him. And they're like, oh, crap, wipe him again, you know, because it's starting to wear off. And it's even worse if he actually sees Steve. But with every fight with Steve and somebody who's theoretically his physical equal, even with this metal arm that he's got, he could have killed Steve many times over. You know, if it was ruining that car, if it was their first fight with the knife and the shield and and everything on the Mm -hmm. street... But especially at the end when he was trying to get to Steve on the helicarrier, he shot him three times. This is a guy who was a sniper in World War II, is like the perfect weapon for Hydra. Yet he hits Steve in the abs, the thigh, and if I remember correctly, a shoulder. Mm -hmm. Any one of those, when Steve's back was turned or he was even hanging from a piece of, of a helicarrier could have been kill shots well also you have to and remember when he punches he the pavement it. when they're fighting right and he misses yeah. them and like totally like anol- uh, like uh, like annihilates the blacktop mm-hmm. and then he's punching him when Captain America's not fighting back and it's right. just thugs. he could have totally just like <clears throat> annihilated him but clearly Absolutely. he wasn't he was holding back Right. There was something in his head, even if it wasn't at a conscious level, that was mm-hmm. telling him, do not kill Steve. And it, even through the entire fight, he's like, I'm your friend, I'm your friend, to the end of the line. And the way that Bucky is yelling, you're my mission, punctuating that with pun- with punches, it's like he's trying to tell himself, no, you're my mission. You, you know, this is too confusing. And then Steve falls and then we see that he's the one that actually saves Steve. Why? Because he's had an entire lifetime of memories built up of saving little Steve. Those memories were too strong for Hydra to get rid of. But also you can tell he still doesn't have it all pieced together because he like drags him back to the shore and then just like walks away. Yeah. Oh yeah, not yet. Yeah. And you could also imagine that there's a part of him that says, whatever's going on, I'm kind of messed up and I shouldn't probably be around him right now. Mm-hmm. 
You know, he needs to go do his own thing for a few years. So I loved that part of the character development of, of you could see him going from this mindless, trained weapon, basically, to realizing I, especially when he was standing in the Metropolitan looking at the exhibits and stuff, I used to be a person. I used to be somebody who was cared about and who cared about someone. Mm-hmm. What you the oh, it just it broke my heart. <laughs> Well, and now that I'm thinking about it, another go back to Wolverine, right? When they say his memories uh-huh. won't grow back, even though he'll uh-huh. heal. So Bucky's memories have been removed, we have to assume, quite a few times, and they always come back. <laughs> so. Yeah, there's, well, there's something about so his version logic? of the serum. <laughs> so logic. But, I know. <laughs> but here's this. When uh, they told Wolverine, oh, your memories won't grow back. That was in a much worse movie than was uh, Winter Soldier, so it doesn't count. <laughs> exactly. Also, uh, they sold the rights of X Men to Fox, I believe. So I, I saw that uh, they licensed um, Superman to DC for a, like a movie or two. No, Superman but was Superman's, always DC. No, Superman, Spider Man. I met. Oh, oh well. Uh, no, Spider Man was Sony's franchise. That's why Spider Man wasn't in the first Avengers movie. Disney didn't have a right to him. That was Sony. Yeah. I didn't say Disney. And now everybody's getting back together and playing nice, so that's why people are popping up in movies. Yeah, so that's, that's why, why your version Sony's of... like, hey, the Avengers are going gangbusters. Disney's franchise is doing amazing. Uh, Yeah, we'll split Spider-Man with you now. And we keep screwing <laughs> about up how that's going. the X-Men, so. Yeah, they're, they're finally starting to get their act together and, and put people back where they belong. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I would ha- I have a little point that was brought up during uh, Winter Soldier that has bugged me forever and still bugs me through uh, Agent Carter and everything. Okay. So Steve's quote-unquote neighbor, who turns out to be an agent, mm-hmm. this lovely blonde lady, is Sharon Carter. We are told this is the niece of Agent Carter. Okay? Now, here's my curiosity. On... I'm giving a little spoiler for the second episode or second season of Agent Carter, in which we find out supposedly that her brother was killed during World War II, which is what started her on a life of adventure. How is Sharon Carter Peggy's niece and still has the Carter last name if Peggy's brother died? Because let's face it, if she was Peggy's descendant or she was Peggy's husband's descendant, her last name would not be Carter. Maybe she just kept the name. From what? Her parents' names wouldn't have been Carter unless her Peggy's brother had a son. Maybe she had it legally changed. Yeah, maybe she had it legally changed. All right, fine. (laughs) That's the only explanation I can give is that maybe she she, just legally changed it for some reason. That'd be kind of weird and... Frankly, I would think if you work for Shield, then you'd be accused of pay- uh, nepotism. But, <laughs> but I mean, there have been people who were like, "Oh, that well, my parents me. were terrible people. I don't want to be reminded of them." So they changed their last names to, uh, say, their mother's maiden name or some something like that. Yeah, yeah. So maybe that could happen. Well, caveat: I actually did that. It's not my mother's last name, but it's a uh, name that celebrates my heritage, and I did not want to be associated with the male parental unit that raised me. So I can accept that. It happens. It it just bugged me from a 
a naming standpoint of she's Sharon Carter, but she's Peggy's niece. So is her brother not actually dead? Did she have another brother? It's, it's the details that drive me nuts sometimes. <laughs> they're going to explore that in a. They're going to explore <laughs> that in a, some other movie or TV show or something. If Agent Carter gets a season three, oh please, 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 um, maybe they will. <laughs> I'd be all right with that. <laughs> Witness protection. I know. I, I'm the trivia queen sometimes, and sometimes the little details are like, really? How would that work? Now that's going to bug me. <laughs> Look at that. We have somebody from Witness Protection on the podcast. Megan O'Connor. <laughs> <laughs> I see nothing. I know nothing. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> that's just who she is. Here's a, actually going. Speaking of trivia, here's a little piece of trivia that I learned quite some time ago watching Winter Soldier. Give us trivia. That, that list in that little notebook that Steve keeps of oh somebody mentioned this to me I should check it out so I'll understand future references. I love that list. Awesome, but that list is actually different depending on what region DVD you're watching. So it's different in Asia, for example. I believe it. Yeah. I thought that was so brilliant of them to do. But I mean that would make sense because of per, people important. in other cultures might not know of like Metallica was on that list, mm-hmm. Star Trek was on that list I think. Yeah, disco. Uh, yeah, exactly. So let's hope we didn't infect a lot of countries with disco. You know. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully it won't come back. But uh, yeah, oh God. <laughs> but it does make sense. I'm sure there's stuff in uh, other regions, China, say. Oh, absolutely. That Americans would never have heard of. So it's like, oh, you got to see the Star Wars movie. Okay, I'll write that down. And it's next to a list of things that nobody's ever heard of. Right. <laughs> in America. I mean, it's, so I can see that. Yeah, I just thought and that was, was nice because I love that, that level of caring about their audience, you know? That's what mm-hmm. it implies. Yeah. And now at least there was somebody trivia? there. Sure. Yeah. Did you know that Samuel L. Jackson's grandfather was an, ele- uh, an actual uh, elevator operator? I actually had read that somewhere, that that's why they used that story. I thought that was wonderful. I wonder if he actually had a lunch bag with a couple ones and a magnum in it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm curious. I have to admit I'm curious. uh, Yeah, I was reading that. I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, The Falcon's flight gear sports a a Stark Industry logo. Oh, but I mean, everything's made that. by Stark. Go back and look. Yeah, good point. <laughs> I mean, come on. Is there anything in that world not made by Stark Industries? That's a good question. <laughs> it's Even the bad guys use his stuff. Well, yeah. <laughs> That's true. Let's see. There's lots of weird stuff in here, but let's see. Oh, Chris Evans and Scarlett Johansson wrote their own dialogue. For several I can see that. They play off each other very well. Oh, this says the Winter Soldier actually attempted to minimize the visual effects they used as much as possible. Cool. Which I, I did enjoy that. It could have been much more of a over-the-top kind of... Yeah, they wanted as much like live action as possible. Over there. Yeah, the which I do appreciate. It looks a lot better to me than CG. Even if mm-hmm. the CG is really, really, really good, I'd still prefer the... the uh, no, live action version. Shot live, yeah. Yeah. Let's see. 
says the elevator fight with the strike team attempting to take Cap as prisoner is homage to the Civil War story arc when Cap refuses to participate in government's plan to register all superheroes in S.H.I.E.L.D. I could see that. Interesting. Which, now that I'm thinking about it, how does... How is there a database with everybody's DNA? <laughs> no, that's not difficult at all. Uh, count it. Let the government get a hold of Ancestry.com's database, you know, and well, I've contributed though, to that one as some well. People don't, some people refuse to contribute to those things, though, because of they don't want any, everybody to have their DNA. Right, but statistically, that's not that many people. Well, comparatively, yeah, but what happens if that's one of the key targets that they want to take out? Maybe, Maybe. they do it as well. Then in they this universe, way. like Bruce Banner Maybe is pretty the... uh, secretive. Well, Maybe. consider if you're in the military in any branch or whatever, they're going to have your DNA more than likely. Um, anybody who's arrested for certain crimes, they're going to take your DNA. If you're a suspect, they're going to take your DNA. Um, people who voluntarily have DNA testing for medical reasons or whatever or like i did you know tested with ancestry.com to see your ethnic heritage which is interesting but you know millions of people there is so much out there in biometrics that we no longer have a control over or maybe they do it as part of like an annual checkup like when you were a kid you got shots and stuff maybe it was all right here's the shot for this here's the shot for tuberculosis and uh don't mind this one that's that's government it's very secret and they just, like, take some DNA there. For that matter, every time you have a blood test and it's like, oh, let's prick your finger and see what your blood sugar is. Or, you know, let's see how bad your cholesterol is. Once that leaves and, your, you know, leaves the lab, who's to say somebody's not keeping a few cells? Exactly. Not to make anybody paranoid. <laughs> it's all, it's all those extremely possible. people out there. <laughs> it's extremely possible, I think, and that's the scary part. Let's see, it says, while writing the script, there was a big possibility of Hawkeye being in the film. However, writers felt there were too many characters introduced, and they didn't want Hawkeye to be there without any depth. I could see that. You, you want to focus on the, the two main ones, honestly. Because they did introduce quite a few people. Yeah. And yeah, now even... he's like best buds with Natasha. <laughs> and even Nick Fury, they gave Who's him a much bigger role trying in trying to movie? hook him up with a girlfriend. Sure. Desperately. Right. So apparently in two years of going on missions and stuff, he's become, you know, BFF with Natasha, which considering the posters we've seen for Civil War, it's going to be interesting to see how that affects some friendships. Maybe it all started because Captain America was tired of being in the friend zone with Natasha. (laughs) That's why the Civil War started. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Head cannon. Uh-huh. So one of these things that I find interesting that I actually – I was trying to pay attention to, but they listed the names way too fast. Uh-huh. Is that when they mention the high-risk targets that they're keeping tabs on? Right. They mentioned the Hulk, right? They mm-hmm. mentioned Bruce Which, Banner. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Dr. Stephen Strange and a man and Caro. Caro? man and Cairo? Cairo. Uh, yes, Cairo. Cairo. Okay. <laughs> um. um and it says it says here that the latter is most likely Mark Spector slash Moon Knight. That character's not familiar to and me. That, it, it's it's apparently in the comics, but it hasn't been okay. introduced into the movies yet. So it's like 
Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so I'm gonna have to look up Moon uh, Moon Knight. I have no idea. Yeah, I, I don't recall hearing about that one, but you know, it could have been years ago too. Could have been. Let's see. Hard Moon to say. Knight. He sort of looks like a uh, Doctor Doom, or whatever. Oh no! <laughs> now that I've opened up a big picture, he looks nothing like him. <laughs> oh, okay then. <laughs> He looked like him for a second, in like the little tiny picture, like hood, black hood, kind of looking neat, neat. But no. Uh, information's pretty, pretty horrible on him. Son of a rabbi. Maybe. Okay, that's all we need to know. <laughs> Maybe they're gonna do uh, Guardians of the Galaxy kind of a thing. And it's just, hey, who have we forgotten about forever? Oh, it's like these six guys. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Group movie. <laughs> okay. Friends movie. Just scanning through it really quick, I see Hawkeye mentioned. Um, giant Man. He must be the, the like, opposite of Ant-Man. <laughs> it is, yeah. They actually did a... Um... Marvel sort of did their own spoiler with that one for Civil War because, I mean, not Civil War. Yeah, Civil War. Um, the Lego set that just came out refers to him as Giant Man and has that version. So it's like, oh, so maybe he's going to do that in the movie. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure Lego was all, oops, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Giant Man, a.k.a. Goliath. But with a, name like, with a name like Giant Man... What could his power possibly be? It's giant man with the power oh, you to be joking sort me. your taxes. Squish people? I don't know. <laughs> so, looking through this, hmm, mm -hmm. what do I find here? Dr. Doom apparently is mentioned in this guy's article. Moon Knight. Interesting. Who I just mentioned he kind of looks like. <laughs> Maybe he and Dr. Doom were actually twins. Maybe. <laughs> Interesting. I'm going to have to read this whole article when I have time. It's too long for me to look at now. Scarlet Witch is mentioned. Yeah. But yeah. Interesting, interesting. Yes. I mentioned somebody who's never been shown before. Cool. And everybody's like, what? who's that? <laughs> I have to admit, I liked the way that um, they gave Steve more depth of personality in this movie and a little bit of his sass. Because if when you read the comic books... Captain America actually has some pretty sassy comebacks. I mean, he's just right there verbally. And my pers my personal favorite part of that that shows this in Civil War is when he's talking to uh, Agent Hill in the elevator. Wait, Civil War or Winter Soldier? I'm sorry, Winter right. Soldier. You're it's right, such a sorry. track of all the movies. Thank you. I know. <laughs> Timeline reset. <laughs> um, when he's talking to Maria Hill and she's... I, I forget the exact topic, but she's saying something to the effect of somebody who lets, how crazy is it, somebody who lets a German scientist experiment on them in the name of loyalty for his country, and Steve just gives her this kind of side-eye going, yeah, I can't imagine. Oh. <laughs> I thought that was very, uh-huh, touche. Sorry, I was I was reading something. <laughs> I realized after I was like to the end, I was like, "Oh wait, it's been quiet." <laughs> Shame on you. 
How dare you read? We're here to watch yeah. movies, not How read. How dare I read? <laughs> On the IMDb page, uh, the like first frame of the that they have for like this trailer or whatever uh-huh. has a uh, falcon with these two little like submachine guns, <laughs> these little Ubis <laughs> or whatever. I like though yeah, how he technically doesn't have any superpowers in the movies. Well, I mean, he just has the wings. Well, I like how um, either to Tony Stark. They have like all these ships, yeah. right? And he's flying over them, and they're shooting at him. Yeah. And they're they just are like apparently they're only meant to take out targets that are just completely unaware of their location, right? <laughs> like the the ship knows where they are, and they have no idea they're being targeted because it can't hit this guy for nothing. Although, then maybe they're stormtroopers, the and then he gets in the fight with the with Bucky, right? Uh-huh. And Bucky has like no problem. Shoots out some sort of like grappling hook or something, pulls him yeah. down, rips off the wing, just kicks him off. <laughs> like uh, okay. Yeah, but the the guiding system, the machine guns, didn't have the super serum that Bucky had, so uh, that's why. Well, I guess so. Bam. But this guy was like ducking, dodging, and then sometimes he would just fall out of the sky because it was. That's how he was going to avoid missiles or whatever. Yeah. Although watching this makes Ant-Man even kind of funnier. Like, more funny. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's... Oh, this guy can bob and weave and do whatever. He's like, this and then he guy, can't catch This Ant-Man. little guy's kicking his butt. And for some reason, the goggles, which... In this movie, didn't look like the goggles had like any sort of like HUD or anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. And apparently in Ant-Man, though, he's upgraded. Now but he maybe can, like, when, uh... see little tiny ants. <laughs> yeah, but when the Avengers paid him to guard whatever super awesome thing that Ant-Man that wanted. But maybe it was like, oh, you're going to be guarding against, you know, anything. We'll give you these goggles. Like, maybe that's a perk of the job he was doing. Maybe. Yeah, I, I have to say that that little scene of him getting beat up by Ant-Man was hysterical. It was. Let's not tell Rogers about this. <laughs> I thought that was awesome. <laughs> He's like, yeah, we, we don't speak to Rogers about this. This is not happening. <laughs> Although I yeah. wonder when they're going to bring uh, him into the main uh, Avengers. Maybe never. Ant-Man? Maybe. Yeah. Civil War. He's in the posters. Are you telling me he's that little tiny dot? <laughs> you couldn't see him because he's so small. <laughs> no, he, he is uh, in Civil War. He's on Team Cap. Team Cap totally. slash Team Everybody Else. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, apparently Spider-Man is going to be on Team Iron Man, and Ant-Man is on Team Cap. Wait, who's on Team Iron Man? Spider-Man. Spider-Man. It was in the latest trailer. Oh, oh Spider-Man. I thought, you said, I thought I heard something else. No. <laughs> we, all, we all know that Rhodey's going to get in on it. Actually, it's Spoiler-Man. Spoiler Man is on the side of uh, Tony Stark. Oh, yeah. What about Spooter Man? That'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. He's on the third side. He's on Deadpool's side. They, they might as well. They're like, neutral. They might yeah. as well. They don't care like who wins. Deadpool and Superman and Batman and um, who else? Ah, those are get? DC characters, though. I know, the, but they're sharing the love nowadays. Eh, not that much. <laughs> not that much. There's love. a line you don't cross. <laughs> <laughs> it goes from DC to Marvel. That's uh, yeah. Let's not do that. 
<laughs> I'm Batman. Here's some interesting trivia about something that we spoke about the, that's on IMDb. The laser cutter that Fury uses to escape from his ruined car is the same blue beam as the one used to access the plane buried in ice in the first film. The episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. that aired directly after the film's release revealed that uh, Fitz invented them, a character on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. How cool. Another t- another reason I have to watch <laughs> Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> even though. <laughs> I'm just seeing what else they have that's yeah, interesting. What else have we got? Apparently it got an 8 point, uh, a 7.8 on a, uh, IMDb. So I guess if you average yeah. all of ours, maybe you get kind of close to that. Probably. Number. Probably. Uh, I think collectively we'd give this movie like an 8.5. That's mostly because of me. Being a curmudgeon about the movie. <laughs> oh, that's all right. Everybody's entitled to their own opinion. Uh, let's see. It says here that among that list of targets selected by the helicarriers includes the Baxter Building, which we should know as the home and headquarters of the Fantastic Four. Yeah, but they wanted to kill Reed too. Good. Can they kill the franchise while they're at it, please? Eight point three. <laughs> The, I liked the one with Chris Evans, <laughs> and I, that's not was before I got really crazy about being a fan. Um, <laughs> but I I don't know if I can bring myself to like the latest reboot because it's too soon. It's yeah, just but too even soon. even Spider Man, which came out, uh, they rebooted the franchise maybe three years, maybe four after the last Spider Man movie came out. It was still just good. Not... Yeah. That was a mistake. Nah. I think there's always going to be some in the series that you just shouldn't do. I mean, look at the Hulk series. The Yeah. There was a I few don't, in there. Ugh. I think they tried to do too much when the technology mm-hmm. just wasn't there with the visual mm-hmm. effects of the Hulk. Right. It and wasn't until the most recent one that they could really give it a good treatment. Yeah. I think if they wanted to make a Hulk movie now, it would work somewhat better as... You know, when people are saying, well, what can actually kill the Hulk? Like, how? what's his downside? Why would you not just use him all the time? I think now they can make a movie with their all the VFX they want, and it'll look good. Mm-hmm. And they can, uh, they can maybe give some limits on the Hulk of, you know, wow. oh, I'm angry all the time. What does that mean? <laughs> it's a cop-out. Although, although I did like, I did like the, it was an interesting, like, point in the movie where he makes that. He's like, how do you... He's like, how do you cope? He says, oh, I'm angry all the time. <laughs> how is like he the that. Hulk all I'm the time? I'm always angry. That's my secret. I'm always angry. <laughs> Which implies that he actually has much more control over it than he tells us in the beginning. Which means he probably shouldn't have accidentally turned in the whole first place. If he's just <laughs> completely <laughs> always angry and that it must just take him to go like completely overboard to actually like change or something. <laughs> Well, Bruce has a bunch of issues involving childhood abuse and all that sort of thing. Which I wonder, what would actually kill the Hulk? I don't know. Maybe so far, radiation? nothing they've come up with. Maybe. You'd have to kill him as Bruce Banner. Right? Basically. I don't think there's a way yeah, to kill the Hulk. That'd be a surprise. Without, without, like, you see how quickly he changes, though. I don't he would know have to be unconscious for time. you to do it, I think. I think so, but, too. Uh, no, if you just like got a sniper and shot Bruce Banner in the head... From Maybe. you know a mile away, I'm pretty Never sure that would do it. Maybe yeah. I could see that. But then you'd, but it, it would have, have to be like silenced or something, because like, what if he yes. hears like the muzzle shot and he gets mad real quick and just woo? 
Well, no, if but, he's uh, in his human form from a mile away, he's not going to hear it. Yeah, sniper bullets can travel at supersonic speeds. So the yeah. bullet would get there before he could hear anything. Yeah. I don't know. But my, my uh, main thought yes. was maybe radiation could kill him, though, as the Hulk. I think that's too risky. She... You don't know if it'll just make it worse. Well, that's true. But, I mean, you have to remember, though, the radiation that made him originally was not, like, traditional, like, regular radiation. That was gamma radiation. Maybe, right. like, some Most sort of, like, nuclear what? radiation would kill him. I don't know. Uh, gamma radiation is just radiation on a different wavelength. On a wavelength, it's yeah, energy. But I'm just saying, yeah. let's, let's use a different wavelength, maybe. So it's like, let's put the Hulk through an X-ray machine. That'll kill him. <laughs> That'd be the worst way to go, however. <laughs> that would suck. <laughs> is that why he doesn't go to the airport? <laughs> oh, no, there's something wrong with the Hulk. Quick, give him a CAT scan. It ends up killing him. Splat. Oh, man. Well, the, we doesn't up. Iron Man, like, no. subdue him in... Um, the Avengers? He eventually knocks him unconscious. I thought that was in Ultron when he sort yeah. of rampaged a little after, yeah. Although I did, I, I, it was his excuse to bring out the Hulkbuster suit. <laughs> oh, totally. Yeah. Totally. Which was way too big to be, like, useful. I think, it, I think actually, like, the regular Iron Man suit is probably more useful against the Hulk than this giant Hulkbuster suit. You know what I mean? But, he's a, lot more, he's a lot, lot more, like, agile in this little tiny suit than the big one. Yeah, but Tony built the suit specifically to subdue the Hulk. I mean, it does. It's not just another it Iron Man suit. Took a lot of, like, it was like beatdown time. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean? Go to sleep. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. I love that. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't nice, but it was funny. No. <laughs> it brings you back to like childhood, where I would try to put. Where you're like, you watch like something like maybe like some wrestling, and you're like, oh, maybe I'll try it out on my little brother. Go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, oh my gosh. Yeah. The Hulk is a whole other thing. I agree, though. That I think now with all these, like, like with this whole Marvel being so profitable and stuff, mm-hmm. that they sh- they could totally bring some Hulk action into this. I'd definitely watch it. And I feel like even if they thought they would lose money on it, like, ah, oh, we'd have Get to put... R. It'll at least make people know. <laughs> yeah, really. But even if it's like, oh, it'll take three hundred million dollars to make this movie, and we only expect maybe two hundred million in return, I mean, you're Disney. You have all of Marvel behind you. I feel like also the at some point you could take could, a loss. Could way out balance it if it did flop completely. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. It would have to be absolutely horrible to do yeah, anything for, to the for people franchise. to not see a Marvel movie. Yeah, they yeah. got enough money in the bank. And I have to say, I, I part of me worries a little bit that they're overdoing it. Not with the movies. I mean, I think they've got the movies spaced pretty well. But the TV shows are starting to come faster and faster. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got your Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. You've got Agent Carter. Now you've got Daredevil. Jessica you've got Jones. Jessica Jones. Now they're doing something called Luke Cage. You know, they're starting to get into the characters that, Is frankly, Flash I can't Marvel? even remember. I can't remember. No, Flash is DC. No. no. Flash is DC? Flash is yes. DC. Okay. Yeah. So they, have that, they have that now, too. They have yeah. Flash show, and and then another DC, they have that uh, Supergirl or whatever, which Green the Arrow. trailers cannot make me watch that. No. Like, I was it hoping that they'd have stupid. a nice... I'm sorry. It does look stupid. I was hoping that eh. maybe I'd see, like like a commercial for it and be like, oh man, that actually kind of looks interesting. Maybe I'll watch. No, everyone no. makes me go, Ugh, that does not look I, good. I can't, 
I can't. It's like, let's do Superman only, not as well, and hey, just because she's female, you should watch it. No. And really cliche, too. Like, it's like yeah. really corny. Super cheesy. Yeah. I'm not, not impressed. <laughs> no. I feel like I, if I, just... I wanted to watch a Supergirl TV show or a movie, there's already Superman for that. That's why he <laughs> yeah, exists. Really. I mean, I have no problem with coming up with giving female superheroes movies and TV shows if they're done well. You know, if you're going to do them and do them well, then that's fine. But if you're doing them just because you need one that's female, to me that's kind of missing the point. Yeah, that's not the purpose of the movie. And they didn't even need to introduce so many Marvel character movies, I don't think. Right, but at some point it's oh, let's just write a good movie, and then put a superhero around that, which I kind of feel like is what they did with Ant Man, but not in a bad way. It's, yeah, it was cute. First they focused on making a good movie, yeah, and then they focused on making it a Superman, uh, a superhero movie, yeah. which is which fine. I feel like that's that's how it should work. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if make it a, make it good, so that I'll want to see it no matter what. You it know, was that's worth why watching I... just for the cameo. Oh yeah. <laughs> that was like the best cameo. He didn't say a single word, just mouth move. <laughs> that was funny. Um, yeah. Uh I I think we'll wrap up with maybe something a little bit off topic, but I want to get your opinion on it. Go okay. I want to see it. I watched a trailer for it. It kind of put me off a little bit. I don't know. I thought the trailer made it look cute. But um that's the problem I have with it is that the Ghostbusters wasn't really like a cutesy movie. It was funny. It was, like it was meant to I mean, be. It was corny and it was funny, but it was Corny wasn't... and funny, yeah. I I don't know. I I'm going to re- I'm going to see it anyway. I'm going to see it, I'm going to reserve judgment as though for that. it's not um like Ghostbusters. Like I'm going to see it as though it's a movie with Melissa McCarthy in it, meant to be funny, sort mm-hmm. of almost like a almost sort of like a scary movie kind of thing, right? Where scary movies and ironically, Chris Hemsworth scary movies, right? So yeah, that that's sort of how I'm going to go into it. Maybe I'll enjoy it. I'm going to expect a comedy and mm-hmm. see where it goes from there. I mean, because theoretically, it's going to have Slimer, the Green Ghost, again. That would be cute. Um, and it's supposed to take place, I think, twenty or twenty-two years later or something. So it's got potential. Um, I'm not going to write it off just because women are in the roles. I think that's a mistake because you don't know. It could be really good. Yeah, I have nothing. But we'll we'll no see when it comes with out. It being, um, You'd be amazed at how I many no people do, though. The fact that they did like an all women Ghostbusters thing. Yeah. But it's sad how many people do have a problem with it's, it it's not and really aren't a, even a willing rewrite. to give it a chance. It's not really like a. It's, it, they're not really attempting to do Ghostbusters, but with women. It's right, more it's not of the like exact same story. Yeah, so, you know, I mean, it's not fair to at least not give it a chance. Mm-hmm. I agree. And I feel like with the the Ghostbusters, that's one I'm going to plan to get on Redbox. That I probably <laughs> won't see it in the theater. Ditto. Because to me, Ghostbusters is not the, it's got to be seen on a big screen. Huge it right. never was. I agree. It's, it never was. It's one of those you watch on the weekend on... FX or yeah. something. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. I'm gonna get it on Redbox for a dollar fifty. I'm gonna invite some of my friends over and we're just like gonna laugh and make snarky comments as we watch a movie. Confirm yeah, Jacob. And, and that's how I'm gonna watch Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah, I'll just Netflix it, but it's I agree, it's not really something I feel 
has the scope that where it has to be seen on the big screen that it'll be just fine on the on my TV, you know? Yep. Yeah, I agree. And that's all right. But yeah, Captain America: Winter Soldier. We should. We it took us a while to get into it. I only just watched it too, so. <laughs> but see it, yeah, especially see it. if you good. have any plans at all on seeing Civil War in May. Watch Winter Soldier first. Yeah, you, you'll you get have a lot a little more. bit of background. <laughs> yep, you'll understand so much more. Yeah, because once you see the Winter Soldier, you'll be like, "Oh, that's the guy that's in that, that's in the trailer yeah. for Civil War." Now it makes yeah. sense. They're all talking about that he's done bad things, but what has he done? Now we know. <laughs> yep, and you know why. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that was a good one. See you later, guys. Bye. Jacob doesn't want to say goodbye. <laughs> no, I'm. I've got to keep the the persona going. It's okay. Like, quiet. Right. Imagine we... I'm just like with my arms folded. That's all right. We had the silent moment where he could cut it off. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness gracious! Except for now, I'm going to cut it off after he says he's going to be that guy. <laughs> <laughs> and then you'll have to superimpose an image over that, even on the audio file. You're going to need to make that work. It'll it'll do. Uh, you know, I'll do. I'll have like some text to speech thing. Do like some sort of uh, URL for like an image. <laughs> HTTP backslash backslash semicolon. <laughs> you that, or you'll need to you'll need to make the waveform look like a guy folding his arms with the shades on. <laughs> ah, there you go. <laughs> Good luck with that. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's a flying meme. <laughs> Did you enjoy this episode of Avoid All Spoilers? Well, why not check out another episode of ours? If you want to give us a rating on iTunes while you're there, or if you want to give us more feedback than a simple star rating, go ahead and tweet me at Brad Bell underscore on Twitter. Thanks for listening. <laughs>